good. And uh, when we gather together, something great happens. Amen. Praise the Lord. And um, our attitude cannot be, uh, you know, like what we can get when we come to the house of God. Although we're going to get something when we come to the house of God. But I believe that when we enter into the house of God, we need to enter into these courts with uh, thanksgiving. Amen. 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 And uh, kind of like we ask the right question, amen, what can I render unto the Lord? Some of us came with uh, worship and praise, thanksgiving. Some of us came with talents. Some of us came with treasure. Some of us came with our precious time, amen. Yes. But we all have, amen, something to give to the Lord. Praise the Lord. We can give our soul, which is, of course, the most valuable thing of all. And uh, that is uh, that is also the reason why Jesus Christ died for. So that's also the reason why we should not lose the fire, amen, of bringing soul, amen, amen. to the kingdom amen. of God. I mean, I challenge our church, I mean, uh, our, the city that we uh, tried to plant, or we have planted a church, is a big city, I mean, uh, Brother Shepherd is, uh, we were talking about the population of the city of Richmond it was so many, amen. There's 220,000 at least in the signboard when you get into the city, but probably a lot more than that because it's been a few years since 220,000. And I'm telling uh, Brother Shepherd, I said, he said, right, I mean, uh, it's not really bad, very many, I mean, probably like 100, 100 this place. 220, 250,000, that's like a speck in the, uh, in the big picture. But you know what, church? The Lord didn't ask for a uh, mega church, a huge church in the Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham only tried to kind of like bargain with the Lord. Lord, maybe 10 people there. So you won't destroy that city, amen. But the sad thing is, there was no 10 people. But sometimes I ask, what was Lot doing? <laughs> there was this book. I didn't know there was that book. Uh, there was no Bible in Sodom. Uh, Woodward preached on it. My father also preached on that. Uh, my father's a preacher a long, long time ago. But then I got hold of that book, but... Yeah, what was Lot doing? Amen. So we have a divine responsibility, amen, yeah. not just to save our souls, yeah. but to bring somebody with us. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And when we stop, I mean, we cannot stop, amen, I mean, to the mission to preach. Every believer is a preacher, amen. Bible says, Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And that great commission and that mission is for all of us. Amen. 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 We don't have to go to Bible college to be a preacher. We just have to share the gospel. Amen. Mm -hmm. And thank God for the power of the gospel. But I would like to give honor to Sister Tricia and of course the pastor, amen, of this church, amen. and Pastor Ryan, amen, Shepherd, as he had mentioned, 
we've been friends for many years. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, well, we we talk a lot about about a lot of things. Amen. <laughs> Personal, spiritual, and uh, and it's good to have friends. I mean, I mean, close friends. Amen. Right. You can reliable friends. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Well, there's great things that we share. We share deep passion and deep hunger, amen, for the things of God, for the presence of God. That's for sure, amen. And I thank God for uh, this friendship. And now they have four kids. I don't know, I got three kids. Maybe I'm not going to be able to catch up, but... I would like to give all to their kids, amen. Well, we're going to go to the Word of God today, amen, and see what the Lord is going to do in our means. In Jesus' name, He's already here. So I give honor to His presence and to all of you that welcome me, amen, to this church, amen. beautiful church, amen. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. Let's go to our scripture, amen, praise the Lord. But why don't we just all stand in the waiting of the Word of God? You probably don't stand, but I, mean, like, I feel like I'm in our church. <laughs> but of course, it, I feel comfortable. Amen. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? I would like to read it again. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. How shall we escape? if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we pray, Lord God Almighty, that you will anoint thy servant to speak thy word. Purify all of us, Lord Jesus, by your word. Let your spirit quicken your words in our hearts and our minds. Anoint thy people to hear, to receive, perceive, and apply your words in their lives. I pray, O oh God, that we will not Leave this place, Lord Jesus, unchanged. But may we never be the same, Lord, by the power of your word. Transform us, grow us, and mature us. And you may you increase our faith today. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church says, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Church, we need to be diligent when it comes to our salvation. Amen. The Holy Ghost, the precious gift and promise of the Lord that we have received, is like an oil. I mean, does it run out? Well, according to the parable, sometimes we got to have some reserve. Amen. But the Bible is very clear that we are saved by the washing of regeneration. And by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. We need to be diligent. To have the Holy Ghost inside of us symbolized like an oil. To be renewed every day. We cannot be negligent, amen, or negligent to the power of salvation that we have received through Jesus Christ our Lord. Neglect is something... If we are honest, once in a while we all do. And we all work on, perhaps even unto this day. Neglect is a work of the flesh. And that's why for many of us, before we have reached spiritual maturity, 
We wake up in the morning and we battle within ourselves whether we go to church or not. Amen. When it's time for the spiritual things, reading our Bible and devotion and personal spiritual exercises, somehow in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. O wretched man that we are, as Paul is saying. The battle between the flesh, the carnal works of the flesh, and the spiritual things, amen. And thank God for the holy nature, which is the nature of the Holy Ghost that was imparted, implanted, and imputed upon our souls and our lives. That it helps us, the power of the Holy Ghost helps us to overcome the works of the flesh. Negligence is definitely one of the works of the flesh that we all need to overcome. Church, salvation is so precious that the single soul worth more than all the treasures of this world. The Bible put it this way, What profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his own soul? What can a man give and exchange for his soul? This is what makes us so precious. This is what makes a man so valuable that there is no treasure in this world. All the gold, all the precious stones, the emerald, the diamonds, and all of these barren sardonics of the Bible put together. Amen. If we have all the money of the world, all the fame and everything therein, all of these treasures combined cannot be worth more than the value of a single soul. Amen. Amen. Um, no matter how much we love our dogs and pets, they're not going to heaven for they don't have a soul. <laughs> Animals don't, they have, don't have a soul. Sometimes we imagine they have a soul when they don't. When the Lord spoke them to existence, there they are. But we, human beings, amen, when God formed us, God made us out of the dust and out amen. of the amen. amen, and formed us and breathed into our nostrils, right. and man became a living soul. That's what makes us so special. Amen. Our soul, amen, is the most important thing in this world to Jesus Christ. Amen. The souls of our friends, the souls of our family, these are the things that we can offer to God, amen, that, that God loves and desires the most. Yeah. When we offer our soul, when we offer the souls of our friends to Jesus, amen, the Lord loves them. Church, we need to win souls. Amen. Every day at least, or every week, the least. Amen. Perhaps invite the soul to the house of God so they can hear the power of the word of God. Because none can convert a soul but the word of God. Yes. None can transform a soul but the word of God. The Bible has many synonymous terms about the word of God like the word of God is called also the law, the law of the Lord. Amen. And the Bible says that the law of the Lord, amen, 
It is powerful, converting the soul. The word of God is also called the testimonies of the Lord. It is sure, making wise the simple. The, the simple means like inexperience. But the law of the Lord, the stages of the Lord, these are synonymous terms about the word of God. It's called the testimonies of the Lord. It's called the righteousness of the Lord. It's also called the fear of the Lord. Amen. The word of God is also the fear of the Lord that needs to be planted in our hearts so we walk uprightly. And we fear and abhor sins. Amen. And the works of unrighteousness and all wickedness and filthiness and pollutions. Amen. In our life, the word of God can do that. If we hide it upon the tables of our hearts. If we neglect so great salvation, how can we escape? Church, there's no escaping if we become negligent in our salvation. And if we become negligent, amen, upon the salvation of others. I believe heaven's going to be a little bit sweeter if our family is there with us, amen. If our friends there with us. We need to learn how to break our hearts and rend our hearts, not just for our personal needs, though that's very important. But to be able to learn, amen, to rend our hearts before God, also for the need for the salvation of others. Can we all say others? Amen. Church, we need to pray for others. Amen. We need to lead others to Jesus Christ. This is our mission. This is our only mission. Amen. To preach, to teach, to go, mm -hmm. to win, to reach, to keep a soul for the Lord. This is our only mission. It never varies. The power of the gospel needs to be preached to every soul. The power of the gospel, why we are here today, the power of the God, the gospel, the goodness, Jesus name baptism, all of these things are the reason why we lift up our hands. The church, when we speak about salvation or the gospel, the gospel, the Bible says in this particular verse, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3, that the precious salvation or the great salvation, when we want to learn about it, we need to do first go to the things which was spoken first by the Lord Jesus Christ, according to this verse. Now, when we go to the scripture and look for the words of Jesus Christ, we cannot go to the book of Genesis. Isn't is that right? I mean, we can go to the book of Revelation, although we should look at the Bible as one book, of course, yeah. one author. But if we really want to go and read the exact words of Jesus Christ, we go to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen. That's right. But the Bible also said this particular verse that we don't just go to the words of Jesus, but also to them who was, you know, to the apostles, who, to the book which was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Thus we go to the book of Acts. Amen. Because the book of Acts 
tells us the story of how those people, the 12 apostles, who were very close to Jesus, confirmed and established the commandments and the words of Jesus Christ through their obedience, adherence, and application of the words of Jesus Christ. Now, I have a first uh, uh, slide here, and uh, maybe we can go there, Sister Annabelle. And Sister Annabelle is doing a great job. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now, when we go to the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and book of Acts, amen, we can come up with this doctrine of justification. Justification means you were accepted just as if you have never sinned. You were like made innocent, amen, and free from guilt. And the foundation of justification or salvation, justification, for us to be accepted just as if we have never sinned, is number one, of course, is the grace of God. Amen. The grace of God is God's part, and this is the deeds and the works of God himself. Well, technically speaking, all of the following stuff are all of the following things that are said in this particular slide is all the grace of God. Amen. amen. Because the foundation of our faith is the grace of God and we repent, amen, through the grace of God. Amen. And, you know, it's only by the grace of God that we are all here, amen, as Paul said. Amen. amen. We are who we are and we are here where we stand right now because of the grace of God. Right. But the grace of God by pure is also, I mean, I know that the dictionary defines this as the unmerited favor of God. But the grace of God in its purest form or purest definition still is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of God, here nobody can say that the Lord, amen, died because I am deserving, amen, of his death. Right, right. I deserve that the Lord will die and be buried and the third day raised up again. Church, nobody here is worthy. Amen. Amen. We can never say that we are deserving. We don't deserve. Amen. But the Lord did it anyway because he loves us and because of his grace. Amen. He had decided that a body he will prepare. Amen. And through the blood of the flesh yeah. of Hallelujah. Jesus Christ and his yeah. humanity. Lord. Hallelujah. He saved us. Yes. He redeemed us. Mm -hmm. He bought us back. Amen. Right. From the sure penalty of death. This is the grace of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we need to access this grace. Mm -hmm. According to scripture. In the book of Romans. We have access to this grace. Right. Through faith. Right. It's only through faith. That we can access the amen. grace amen. of God. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. Amen. For by grace are you saved. Through faith, not of works. We cannot be good enough and we cannot do enough good deeds. And when we go to heaven, we qualify somehow. You know what, St. Peter? Well, in imagination says that Peter's probably standing there by the, you know, he has some rooster and chicken right there. The, but anyway, we cannot qualify ourselves. And that's not, I mean, that's not the real picture, right? But, when we go to heaven, we cannot qualify ourselves and tell Jesus Christ, well, Lord, amen, I am a good man. 
Amen. Cornelius was a good man in Acts chapter 10. This, is what, this was the perfect example. Mm -hmm. Cornelius was a very good man. The Bible says he was a devout man. He prayed to God always. Anybody here pray all, pray all the time? Well, Cornelius, the Bible says pray all the time. He's a giver. He gives alms. He's a giver. And not just that. In fact, he had seen an angel. Mm -hmm. I've never seen an angel, Bill. I've seen my wife, but that's <laughs> as close as I can do. Yes. I've never seen like a real angel, but Cornelius had seen a vision. An angel. Seen a vision and everything. But that does not qualify him to go to heaven. Right. The Bible says in Acts chapter 11, verse 12 to 14, hey, Cornelius, send men, send one of your men to Joppa or to Jaffa. Send them, now I believe it's Tel Aviv, amen, to the city of Tel Aviv in Israel. And send men there to fetch and get a person named Simon Peter, son of Jonah. He will tell you words that you and your family may be saved. Well, I thought he was a very good man, but how come he still needs to be saved? He's already saved. Apparently not. Why? There is a new agreement and covenant that can only be found through the blood of Jesus Christ. And Peter instructed, hallelujah, the family Cornelius and his family and commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. Amen. Why? Because unless we have faith in Jesus Christ, Anybody can say they have faith. Anybody can believe there is one God. In fact, the whole theme of all the epistles and the letters of Paul to every churches that he wrote to is the theme that believing in one God is not enough. You got to believe in one God and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Other, other people believe in one God, but their God is, they call him Allah. But that's one God, as they believe. Some believe in what the Jewish people believe in one God. Amen. And that's their Jehovah. Amen. But we all know, amen, that to believe in Jehovah and to believe, amen, in the invisible God, the God of the universe, the creator of all, without believing in Jesus Christ is just impossible. We got to have the revelation that Jesus Christ is that image of the invisible God. The permanent, visible manifestation of the invisible God, the creator of the universe. And without Jesus Christ, hallelujah, we are nothing and there is no salvation outside of Jesus very hard it's very hard to understand that Jesus Christ the one God without getting the revelation of the grace of God because this is the reason why God was manifest in the flesh seen of angels Amen. you know God is the only one that's truly invisible I mean Angels are invisible, but they're not truly invisible. They have a spiritual body. Can I get a witness? Amen. 
Some of them have some wings, many eyes, the Bible describes them, seraphims, cherubims. I mean, there's description. You can see, we can see them in the spiritual world, but God, no man had seen God at any time. But he had chosen a permanent visible manifestation. And I, I was, I was going to say, we got to be proud of ourselves because he had chosen our nature. Amen. A seed of Abraham. to say He had chosen to manifest permanently as a human, a true human being like you and me. Yeah. Now, my title today is The Power of Resurrection because something great is coming to all of us. We are saved even initially when we have faith and repented of our sins. Bible says, Bible says, unless you repent, you shall in no likewise perish. Without repentance, there's no salvation. The Lord does not want everybody to perish, but to repent of their sins. But we all know that true repentance has a manifestation of things. It needs to manifest in our lives. Water baptism, Bible says, except a man be born of water. He cannot see. He cannot enter. Water baptism is very important. Yeah. Now, if we go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, we can read that Jesus Christ said, you got to be born of water, water baptism. Yeah. He himself was baptized in water. And John the Baptist said, no, 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 you ought to baptize me and not me baptizing you. But Jesus Christ said, suffer me not to fulfill all righteousness. i got to fulfill all righteousness. Amen. Book of Acts, we read, except a man. Amen. Repent of their sins and be baptized. Acts 2.37, what shall we do? Well, this is what you got to do. You got to repent. Amen. And be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's for the washing away. It's for the remission, for the remittances, for the washing away, for the putting off of every sin. Amen. Past, present, and future, if you put it under the blood, you are covered. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's the power of the blood. That's right. But we need to be. Cornelius, the man in Acts chapter 10, Peter said, you got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Water baptism is more than just a water, but it is the putting away, hallelujah, of the filth of our souls and spirit, not just of the flesh. Amen. By the putting away of the filth of our spiritual uncleanness. An answer to a good conscience before God. That's right. Thus water baptism in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. What are you waiting for? As the prophet said to Paul, Arise, be baptized, calling upon the name of the Lord. What are we waiting for? Hallelujah. The eunuch, amen. Uh, Philip the evangelist he, he, he was having a good conversation with the eunuch, the eunuch said can I get baptized? well Philip said if you believe with all your heart yes you may and they both went into the water and then got out there hallelujah and Philip baptized the eunuch in Jesus name and we need to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost Romans chapter 8 and verse 9, the Bible says, If any man don't have the Spirit of Christ, he is not of his. 
The Spirit of Christ is also the same term as the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of the Lord or the Holy Ghost. They are not many spirits or many, you know, many beings or spirits. It's referring to God himself because God is Spirit. Amen. And God is Holy. Amen. That's we call him the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of Jesus Christ or the Holy Ghost. If we don't have this Spirit of Christ or the Holy Ghost, we are not of His. Verse 10 of Romans chapter 8. Now I'm going to read word for word in King James Version. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit, big S, is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. If the Spirit of Him, big S, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of Jesus Christ or the Holy Ghost. If the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead, meaning to say the body of Jesus, alright? Because there's no God raising up another God, alright? And God would never die unless He would, you know, he, he would prepare a body. So the flesh, amen, of Jesus Christ. Or the body of Jesus Christ. When it was raised from the dead, it was through the power of of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says in this particular verse, He that raised up Christ from the dead, that Spirit, Amen, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, shall also quicken or make alive again these mortal bodies by His big S, Spirit, that dwelleth in you. Church, that same Holy Ghost that was promised to all of us that was received by the apostles and the other saints, 120 of them in the book of Acts, chapter 2. The Holy Ghost that was received in Acts chapter 8, in Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 19, and throughout the history of the church, Corinthian church, the Ephesians, the Philippians, amen, the Romans, all of the churches, amen, that received and now us, amen, the church in Middleton. I don't know what we call them, people from Middleton. Amen, people from Halifax, if, I, if I'm correct, Haligonians. Amen. But the people, amen, who are in the church in Middleton, this same spirit that we have received from the Lord Jesus Christ shall also resurrect our mortal body on that day that the Lord promised when he returns we shall be like him. Amen. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. That I may know Jesus. The greatest desire of Paul to know Jesus Christ as Savior. And the power of his resurrection. There's something about the power of his resurrection. And thus we all need, hallelujah, the promise. Church, the promise of the Holy Ghost is for you. Acts chapter 2 verse 39, it's for you. It's for our children. It's for our children's children. It's for every nationality. It's for everybody as far as the Lord shall, or as many as the Lord shall call, even after, even after the uttermost part of the earth, 
It's for everyone. It's for all flesh. The promise of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost wasn't always given before to every man. Not available to everybody. In the Old Testament, only the priests, high priests can receive it. Prophets, kings, Levites. In fact, when Moses was instructed by God, Jesus said, hey Moses, you got to pick yourself 70 leaders and I'll put the spirit I put in you on them. A couple of guys still prophesying nonstop because they were filled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, one guy told Moses, Moses, you got to stop this couple of guys. And Moses said, I know, thank God, you are kind of like concerned for me, but how I wish that all is filled with this power of the Spirit. But it's not for everybody. And it's not just in feeling that we receive now. I mean, uh, well, this jar right here, if we fill it with water to the brim, it's just filled. But if we put this jar inside the baptistry, amen, and dunk it in the water, that's being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And the promise unto us is not just in filling, amen, but being born, amen, in the kingdom of God through the power of His Spirit. Very important. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Let's clap our hands to Jesus. And let's worship you. Lord, we worship you for the promise. Lord, we worship you, Jesus. Holy Ghost baptism is very important. Now, thank God for the blood being applied in our lives. In justification, though, we have been saved from the penalty of sin. But now, as we are still living in this earth, let's go to the next slide. We are now being sanctified. Amen. Sanctification, if we read Matthew through Acts, we can, you know, put the uh, doctrine of justification or initial salvation. Amen. But we, are, we have been saved. But now we are being saved. Now, many error that happened with theologians is that when they tried to formulate, amen, doctrine about salvation or soteriology in theological terms, is that they would go to the book of Romans, to Revelation or the book of truth. Well, we can make supporting verses, but we cannot formulate the foundation because so great salvation we cannot neglect. That was first spoken by the Lord and confirmed by those that heard him. But if we want to stay saved, anybody here want to stay saved? I want to stay saved. Amen. And you know what, church? When we received the Holy Ghost, when we were baptized in Jesus' name, we did not forget some of those things that we have done before. We're still fighting the good fight of faith. But the epistles, the whole Bible, really, Amen. Is able to keep us, amen, saved in the kingdom of God. Right. Hallelujah. We have entered the kingdom. Now we got to stay in the kingdom of God. Amen. 
You know the thing about the kingdom of God? You don't get to vote who comes in or who's not. Amen. You gotta be born into it. Yes. Amen. Well, in Canada and the U.S., we vote for our PMs and presidents and prime ministers. Well, I mean, in the real modern kingdom, you don't get to vote the king. Amen. You gotta be born. Amen. Into a kingship lineage. Can I get a witness? And you know what, church? We got to be born, amen. And we are kings and priests, hallelujah, of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we are still living for God, and the Lord needs to sanctify us. Prayer life, word of God, witnessing. These are all important. Holy living, fellowship. We are being saved and being delivered from the power of sin. Now, if we remain faithful, there is a promise. Let's go to the next slide. There's a promise of glorification. Thus, the power of resurrection, Paul is saying, that I may know him and the power of resurrection. One day, church, we're not just going to be saved from the power of sin. We're going to be saved from the very presence of sin. No more pain, no more sin, hallelujah. No more crying over there, hallelujah. Our greatest hope and our ultimate hope is not in our bank accounts. Our greatest hope and our ultimate hope is not found to with anybody else or our friends or our families. Our greatest hope is found in the power of resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead. And one day we will be resurrected Thank God and be forever and ever with the Lord in Jesus' name. This is a wonderful thing that's going to manifest unto all the him that waited for him. Waiting for him faithfully in Jesus' name. It's going to be so marvelous. It's going to be so glorious. Amen. The Bible says that when, when we got resurrected like Jesus Christ, you know, Jesus Christ is so physical. He can eat the fish. He can enjoy the I don't know, fish and chips. <laughs> but he's going to be so spiritual too that, you know, he, he went and rise up and ascended up to heaven. No drone, no airplane, no helicopter. Just passed through the heaven of heavens. Hallelujah. He went through the door. So spiritual that he can do all those. Amen. Travel pretty much everywhere. Amen. Magnificent. But you know what? Don't ask me about the details because I don't know yet. But... Let's just make it there. Hallelujah. The power of our rest. Anybody here excited? Hallelujah. To meet the Lord and be transformed. This mortal body shall put on immortality. This corruptible shall put on incorruptible body. Hallelujah. Some of us, we got to have a glory of a one star. Maybe some brightness of, you know, a bigger star. But we are all going to have the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. The power of his resurrection. Glorification. We're going to be saved from the very presence of sin. Church, this is our greatest hope. This is our greatest hope. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. The Bible says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men miserable. Man, how Paul put his words sometimes. Amen. <laughs> we are miserable men. Of all men, we are the most miserable. Why? We're only, we only, we think that our hope is only found here in this world. Mm -hmm. Church, 
Let me encourage you today. Let me edify your spirit today. Our greatest hope is not just found in this world. Even though we have sometimes all the needs that we, we ever need, we can ever need in this world, amen? Especially in Canada. You know, Canada is a very rich country. I mean, Ryan knows I grew up and born and raised in a place where there's not much, you know? I mean, very poor place. But you know what? Our hope is not just found here in this world. Sometimes I tell most of our folks, you probably, you know, many of them came to Canada to, you know, find a better life and you know, work for a, you know, a work or marriage or whatever reason. But I tell them, I mean, this is not heaven yet. Right, right. It's not heaven. Not even close. No. Not even close. Our, our greatest hope is not just in this world. No. Success, career, that's all good. Amen. We got to do all that. Great visions fulfilled. Mm -hmm. They're good. And they vary. But if not used for the mission, they're futile. Mm -hmm. We need to use every resource we have for the furtherance of the mission, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when everything's all said and done, only that was done for the Lord shall remain forever. Mm -hmm. Our greatest hope is found in Jesus Christ. When he appears, we shall be like him. Because that's the chapter 9, verse 2, and I'm closing with these verses. All things come alike to all. There's one thing that come to all of us. There is one event to the righteous and to the wicked. One event happened to all of us. If you're serving God, or if you're not serving God, to the wicked, to the righteous, one event happens to us. To the good and to the clean and to the unclean. To him that sacrificeth, to him who gives and sacrifices, and to him that sacrificeth not. As is the good, so is the sinner. And he that swears, as he that feareth the Lord. Verse 3 of the Ecclesiastes chapter 9. This is an evil among all things that are done under the sun, that there is one event. Mm -hmm. One event unto all. Yea. Also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil. And madness is in their heart while they live. And after that, what happens to all of us? We go to the grave. They go to the dead. But to us, it's not the end. Right. It's just the beginning. Hallelujah. Of a glorious thing that will appear before them that love him. So what do we do? Keep serving God. Hallelujah. Keep living for God. Bible says in Jude, build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. having compassion, making a difference, pulling somebody out of the fire. Yes. Romans chapter 8, the Bible says, pray in the Spirit. The Spirit bears witness in our spirit that we are the children of God. And when we allow the Holy Ghost to intercede for us, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, makes an intercession, amen, that because sometimes we don't know what we ought to pray. But the Holy Ghost, I call it like a perfect prayer. But when we live in the power of the Spirit and we walk in the Spirit, the Bible says, then we know. That's the only time that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. 
And it's tied up, chapter 8 of Romans, to resurrection. It's tied up to living and walking in the Spirit. Amen. All things work together for good. Nothing can defeat us. Hallelujah. We're already victorious. But we need to stay the course. We need to live for God. And you know, church, God is not looking for half-hearted people that serve. And thank God, I believe in this place, there's no half-hearted people. Amen. We all have a full heart, doing our best to live and to serve God wholeheartedly. Why do we just close our eyes today? Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the great hope that you have set before us. One day, we're going to be forever with you for all eternity. But while we are still here in this world, help us to reach out and bring somebody to your eternal glory. God, we have learned today, no matter the trouble, the problem, the sickness, no matter some financial struggle sometimes, emotional pain, hurt, bad experiences, and all these things, Lord, that sometimes, Lord, just press us. Oh, Lord Jesus, we look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We look unto Jesus, who one day will give us a victory over all things. But, Lord Jesus, as we look unto the power of your resurrection, help us to live victorious in this life exploit for your glory in Jesus name lead us direct us, guide us give us the passion give us the fire Lord, hallelujah every day to do your will and to do what you want for our lives we bless your name we exalt you in Jesus name why don't we just commune with the Lord today amen and allow the power of the Holy Ghost to quicken His words in our lives. Hallelujah. Let's connect with Jesus and let's listen. Hallelujah.